0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR.
1: I'm Zach Hewitt sitting in for Rob Breckenridge today. And I did want to touch on these uh, storm watches and warnings around the city. Uh, The forecast there from Tony King shares a lot. Here's what we have going around us. Uh, Quick summary, though. Check it out for your area. uh, Red Deer way up north. I guess that's not way up north on this station, right? I'm used to being on FM. Doesn't reach as far. Um, there are thunderstorm watches. Airdrie uh, Cochran, thunderstorm watch. Uh, Camor, Kananaskis thunderstorm watch. Okotoks High River, Home, thunderstorm watch. Drumheller, Three Hills, thunderstorm warning. Uh, Brook Strathmore, Vulcan, thunderstorm warning. Uh, further, way further southeast, there are warnings. Here in the city of Calgary, we are under a watch right now. I uh, Keep you up to date. They are changing quite quickly now. Um, it looks like these next couple of days of unsettled weather are really, are, they're a thing. They are a real thing. In our conversation about city transit, about how to change things, it was brought up on text message about, careful what you wish for. Uh, facial recognition is coming into some places in regards to your authentication and payment in regards to getting onto the bus. Now, this story came out from Global News regarding a Calgary shopping mall that was using, um, Cadillac Fairview is using... Um, facial recognition in the mall. And they basically said, we do it. We don't store it. Um, That's the end of our comment. And as a business, they are entitled to do that. The Privacy Commissioner of Canada is stepping it into this. Now, I realize this gentleman who is going to talk to us uh, is in the business of fancy technology and smart people things. So he's probably not going to be against it. But I thought the conversation to learn uh, from Glenn Tinling about what is out there and the kind of things that that are are why this could be good for us and all that would be a good perspective we will get your perspective in a moment after we talk to glenn Nine seven four eight two five five. about facial recognition is it good is it bad is it terrible is it awesome now glenn i'm guessing you don't think it's terrible
0: well i don't think it's terrible if it is if and when it is used in a, a proper manner that is designed to enhance an experience or create a better experience for a consumer uh, or transit passenger as you were earlier talking about
1: hmm So uh, Glenn uh, Tinley is president of Mexia One. You're based in Calgary. You are a biometrics company, and you guys provide uh, facial recognition systems, and you do it to all over all kinds of industries. Now, we uh, just for the sake of clarity here, I do not know, and I am not going to go into if this is the company that does or does not provide Cadillac Fairview. We are not going to even talk about that out of respect for everybody's business privacy. As a business owner, we're not even going to step into that. So I do not know. I do not want to know, uh, just for everyone who's listening. So there's no allegation or connection between that particular client. But what kinds of clients uh, does Mexia One provide facial recognition and all these fancy technologies to?
0: Um, uh, The main areas that we work in are uh, event access um, for major conferences and industry events, um, starting to look at sporting events and things like that. So uh, essentially using your face or your your facial image as a ticket to get into an event or a sporting event or something like that. Um, and with other, some companies were using it um, um, for loyalty programs. So how often is a is person visiting a store and things like that? All of it being completely uh, based on an, uh, what we call an opt-in uh, procedure so that the consumer or the person attending the event knows in advance that yes, my face is gonna be used in this way and we provide them with information about how it's going to be used and how it will be protected and not shared and things like that.
1: Are there other technologies beyond facial recognition that we should know about that are out there or are coming?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, there, you know, facial recognition is still really in its infancy and it's growing very quickly. But there's other biometric technologies. Um, you know, the fingerprint scanning is a biometric technology that's been around for a long, long time. Um, and that is evolving now to where your fingerprints or other biometric areas like vein patterns or other pattern, fingerprint patterns are being used um, where you don't even have to touch anything And um, for health reasons and, and things like that. Um, so biometrics is, is growing across multiple ways, not just in facial recognition.
1: Wow. Okay. So with some of these, so access to events. Now, if this is you speculating, please let me know, but how would a shopping mall or, I mean, an airport, because where people go matters in that scenario. And I do know that, you know, cell signals have been used to track uh, in shopping malls where people go in the past Mm -hmm. and what kinds of things beyond access to events can we see in that scenario where this biometrics and facial recognition, where can it be used?
0: Well, I guess there's sort of two aspects to it. There's an analytics aspect to it, which is, you know, in this case, uh, a shopping mall or another type of, you know, a retailer on its own might want to use facial recognition to understand the demographics that are, uh, that are um, coming through the mall or coming through the area. And the reason that they would want to do that is they want to understand patterns and trends over time. Are our demographics changing? Are we finding that we do a certain advertising campaign and it is bringing in uh, a higher percentage of men between 25 and 35 or women between 18 and 24? Um, and those That's from an analytics standpoint uh, where they would want to use that information. And it's not so much about using it at that exact point in time, um, but it's more about trends and patterns and how they can adjust and evolve Their advertising, their marketing, their business plans, uh, the layout of retailers within a mall, and things like that. Um, So that's on the analytic side. And then on the other side is the business side, which is where sort of using your face as your ticket to get into an event or using your face to pre-approve you for access to an event that then you use another biometrics technology to then have full access to the event so that they understand that there's 100% guarantee that you are the person that purchased the ticket and are, and are allowed into that event. So there's sort of two avenues of where this goes. There's the analytics side, and then there's the, more the commercial um, opt-in and, and business side of it.
1: We're joined by Glenn Tinley. He's from Exia One. It's a biometrics company in Winnipeg, talking about all kinds of different technologies and where does the privacy line go, where are we comfortable with. So, Glenn, I'm going to take that, what you just said about that technology, from two different contexts. One, being a business owner, I get it. Metrics help us. And I do know that in the case of a mall, at least I used to know it with cell signals and such, when you have um, the most traffic for what's the first destination in the mall, that most mm-hmm. most people go to and then what's the second destination that most people go to and then you're able to correlate that sort of alley of traffic that's valuable for a mall because then they know that if they're going to rent out space in that in that alley then they're going to be able to charge a premium for that they have the they have the the proof if you will to show that that's right. but You just said to me, and you had me until you said one thing that raises a question for me that I think comes up for an awful lot of people, because you just said demographics. So you said someone comes in a mall, they use it for demographics to be able to tell someone comes in a mall, right? And demographics, for anyone who doesn't know, psychographics are based on basically, this is Cole's notes, quick summary they're based on behaviors right they're things people do and choose but demographics are things we cannot choose that's really uh they're numbers based they are you know black or white uh, in our lives meaning we are this tall you know we are male we are female we are you know um this old so how do you know what a demographic really is unless there's correlating information behind it because facial recognition can't tell you how old i am can it
0: Oh, absolutely! Uh, uh, algorithms, facial recognition algorithms can fairly accurately um, estimate their age. To we, we do it to within a two to three year uh, age range uh, on a regular basis for our clients. That again, we're using it on an opt-in basis, but we're still providing demographic information in the background about. Uh, about who's attending an, uh, events and, and age groups and things like that. So okay. in, in order to get that, you do need to have an image of the face for a, the conversion of that into a data set, um, and, and that's where the demographic information is gathered from.
1: So the, information, okay, so the information is taken of my face when I walk into the mall, as an example, and then it <laughs> estimates and says, okay, uh, uh, this is Zach. He's uh, 43 years old. And this is, uh, you know, and we estimate he's forty three, and he's this tall, and he's male, and, and and he's been here this many times, like that kind of stuff.
0: Uh, except for the the first part where you said this is Zach. Oh, well, we, you we know just, what? We don't know a name. Actually,
1: that's important to say, isn't it? Because that's, that's right. My my next my next thing is that um the the reason why I asked about the demographics was: Are you pulling data from somewhere else to connect those other missing demographic pieces, or are they calculations and estimates?
0: Uh, no there'll be there'll be there'll be calculations based on the actual facial recognition algorithm that's being used or the system that's being used to to make that uh, to make that calculation and then that is then correlated to other data as right. it were so as I said, a marketing campaign so the marketing manager may say you know on Saturday we ran an event where we had a you know a, a concert in the main hall and it attracted um you know females between eighteen and twenty five that you know, and that's what we wanted to attract. That was the market we were looking for, and that's what we attracted. Or maybe it attracted an older group that they weren't expecting, and they then they're able to adjust um, what they might market or how they might market that event differently next time. So, so it is highly valuable. There is not, and there is an argument to be made, um, which you know other businesses will make that this is not personally identifiable information, and and, and that's a key key part of it. It's not personally identifiable. The identifiable in that this is you know, in your case this is Zach. This is a, you know, a Caucasian male uh of, you know, forty-two to forty-four years old and we saw them in this place in the mall. Right. You know, that that could then be um if the business wanted to, it could save that data file with your image that or of your image, it's a data file, not doesn't you don't necessarily have to save your actual face. Um, it can be just saved as what we call a template file that could then be correlated to say, "Hey, we saw that same person in the mall every Saturday from you know, uh, you know every Saturday of the month for the last three months."
1: Okay, so uh, um, so you that was my next question, which you helped me lead to that really nicely. Thank you. Uh, Glenn Tilly is uh, with Mexi One; they do facial recognition stuff. So th- this scares the crap out of me. That that's the part. So you talked about ticketing, and you mm-hmm. talked about the malls. And so you say, like, they may or may not save your image. And lots of people say, we don't save your image. But you do create a new digital stamp that becomes me, right? And then you give that name, you give a name to that digital stamp. You said template, I think was the word you used. Um, that, so you create a digital version of me. I think of the matrix and all the numbers. Blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. but then you put in a you can, unique identifier on me, Right. So my name of Zach becomes one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever, and so then, although you don't know my actual name, but now I have a digital name. I have a digital face, regardless if they save my picture or not. That digital face can be distributed anywhere.
0: In a in a scenario such as you described, yes, it, it could be. So um, that you do create a unique identifier. That unique identifier is uh, remains with that information. And in the case of, you know, the the news stories that were out earlier this week uh, or later last week in regards to, you know, in the mall, um, you know, if you're not saving that, you know, there are ways, very simple ways, to simply say we've not created a unique identifier. We mm. capture male, female, you know, age, uh, you know, gender, age, nationality, and that's what we want to know. And they't don't, they don't keep anything else and that, and that's absolutely very easy to do okay. um, but absolutely a unique identifier could be created that would then be used to allow you you know in the event in the uh, the case of going into an event, I leave the event, I want to come back into the event. My unique identifier is my face is the one I come back in to say yes, Glenn has been here before he has a ticket to come in. he did leave, but he's coming back in. we know it's Glenn so. He can come back in.
1: Yeah. And so it really depends if it's a one-time use or an ongoing thing. So, I mean, is there some regulation about how that information gets controlled, similar to how you can't give away my phone number?
0: Uh, well, there are. There's Canadian privacy laws um, that dictate um, that you must provide full information in regards to how the information is going to be used, how it is going to be stored. Um, that it will not you know be sold or shared, because if I sign up for an event and I say, yes, you can use my face to get into you know the Calgary Convention Center for events and 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 i 'm just using that as a complete example um, now, every event I want to go to without a register for the Calgary Convention Center, my face can be my ticket, so i don 't need to then you know, do anything else but, but go through a specific lane to get into there and if they, as part of their terms and conditions, state, we're not going to use your face or image for anything but access into those events that you come to the convention center for, then that's a persistent use that I've approved. And they abide by the Canadian privacy laws to say, we are not going to use your face in any other way. Or And or in many cases, the way we do it is, you know, a facial image will be kept on one server with a data secure key where the actual template file is stored on another server. So that there is these kinds of uh, protocols put in place. But Canadian privacy law dictates what uh, that will be. And in the event where you're going to use it for analysis, um, in, in, in the case that, you know, is being reported on, there was no signage and there's no, no notification to the consumer that anything was being done. And I would, my opinion of this would be that the Canadian Privacy Commissioner is going to insist that uh, notification be provided in terms of signage to advise consumers that this is going on. Uh, you referenced the tracking of uh, mobile devices as a as an uh, analytics tool, uh, which we also do, um, and that you know signage has to be pro- provided in order to for that to happen. So the, it's all about transparency is really the biggest key here.
1: Yeah, and where you put the signage, I suppose, that all is another thing, right? It'd be handy if it was at the front door.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be handy if it's at the front door when you're walking. And in. And, you know, I said to someone earlier, it doesn't need to be a banner size uh, sign, but, you know, um, consumers consumers really want and i would suggest deserve to be notified that you know what something's going on it's we're not doing it you know the, in this case the mall wasn't doing anything necessarily to to deceive anybody they, they wanted information and they wanted data to make to make some opinions and to make some an, an analytical uh, decisions and, and data-driven decisions and that's the world we live in uh, amazon everything you do on amazon is data-driven that's right so same thing but, with your phone your phone, all, all of these types of things. But it's a matter of transparency. It's just, you know what, this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, and this is how it's being done. So we're using it at the directory screens. If you don't want your face being recognized, don't use the directory screen or use these two directory screens where we do not have cameras installed for that purpose.
1: Glenn Tenley, and- you are the president of Mexia 1 in Winnipeg with a really great explanation about what's going on. Can we stop this freight train, Glenn?
0: uh no no of course you you brought up minority reports uh and and that movie minority report uh, that those days are here absolutely those days are here
1: glenn tinley thank you so much for your time and explanation that it makes me feel great and makes scares the crap out of me all at the same time
0: <laughs> well I appreciate i can help and 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 keep your conspiracy and everybody's conspiracy theories moving forward because yes. it, it, it's not going to stop
1: well if we don't challenge it we don't find out if it's right for us so i appreciate your uh, your transparency on that thanks so much glenn Thank you very much. Wow, that's uh, that's a boatload. So, uh, Mike, who texted earlier and said, "Hey Zach, you're being too soft and fruit fruit today. We want some real stuff." To me, that's the real stuff right there. Um, is this okay? It is private property in the mall, but is this okay? Your thoughts and more coming up next. Nine seven four eight two five five nine seven four talk seven seventy chqr.